are you? Hello. Nice to meet you, Dr. Capone. Oh, nice to meet you too, Jack. I can't see you. Yeah, hold on just for a moment. I was I'm saving bandwidth because I'm actually in another Skype call right now. Oh, because I was on that Skype meeting and I just went off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what I want to what I want to suggest to you, uh, if you want to see me, you can go and look at my Tudor Jack Network YouTube channel. I'm just saving bandwidth right now because I'm using my laptop and I'm streaming from a couple of different platforms. But I'm not recording this conversation. I don't need to. Okay. If you could, if you could send this to me when we're done, though, I'd appreciate it. This conversation. Sure. Sure. Uh, what I would like to discuss with you, Doctor Capone, is. I have a big idea for the web and I have a big idea for the learn five platform. So I need your blessing or your help. I like the platform. Uh, I would recommend to you only one thing. Minimize on the word you, because if we use the word we, it encourages collaboration amongst the instructors and students. That's my only big recommendation. And I did notice that the word development was spelled wrong. But that's a simple typo. Right, I already fixed it. Okay. Uh, I'm envisioning what I call a mega school. And you're pretty well versed in micro learning and ways to learn. But I need your help. Mm -hmm. Uh, Here's what I do. My focus on a daily basis is with people who don't speak, understand, read, and write English well. Which, right. which in my opinion, is 90% of the world. True. So even native speakers, etc., can benefit from some good training. Your courses are great for people that can read English. Once again, 90% of the world doesn't or they want a platform that is accessible to them. So what I would like to do for you, or with you, I should say, and I can't get enough content to do this. Every one of the courses that you are currently offering on Learn 5 is in English. Right, right. So I am so excited. That's why I'm interrupting you. That's why I'm a bull in a china shop. I would like to take all of the courses you're offering and have them translated into the local native language with my team. What will that do? It will truly make the Learn5 website global. But I need someone who understands my vision. Because there are many websites out there for learning English or for learning anything, but they are only in English or they are only in the native language. What I want to do, Dr. Kaponen, is simply offer your content in every native language that is imaginable so that learners from all countries, whether they be micro learners, macro learners, sun burners, oil burners, have the ability to access your site and truly learn. And I want to create the same type of mega site on Learn Worlds using people who have admin privileges so that they can go in and produce content that they are specialists in. 
but I need your help to do this. Okay, so um, my idea is has been a little similar. Um, I want to get enough courses up that I could do some marketing, but my teaching background is in English comp, business communication, and public speaking. So those are my areas of expertise. Um, also, too, in I don't know if you're familiar with um, university assessment. Yes, I am. Assessment. Yes, I am. Okay, so that was my job at the university was program assessment. I was the director for the co-curricular and operations teams at my last job. So I directed probably 50 units in their uh, assessment. Right now, I am working on 328 courses. And I do all of this from my laptop. Mm -hmm. So I need your help because what I want to say to you is I know what your experience is in. I know what my experience is in. But I'm going to say something that you may not like. Who cares? We need to approach the delivery of education differently, in my opinion. We need to make it available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and we need to empower students with the capability to create content. And that's what I'm focusing on now. Because I'm realizing very quickly with the people that I partner with that some countries like Peru, there is no more in-person, in-class learning. The learning is all occurring online, effective immediately. So many teachers in Peru are contacting me. Hey, Jack, how can I do this? How can I get this done? Somebody told me to contact you, blah, blah, blah. Students contact me. Instructors are contacting me. So what I'm doing is I'm filling the void with Learn Worlds as best I can. Because it's the only platform that I have. I was banned on Udemy. And the reason I was banned on Udemy is because I was co-creating courses with non-native English speakers. Because my attitude is true educational delivery doesn't need to occur in English. It can occur in a variety of different languages. And it can also occur with the effective delivery of any skills-based content. Not only your own or my own, but I essentially want to empower students with the capability that they can create their own content. And this proposal or this idea is extremely radical so you would essentially need an app that would allow students to do that you're a beautiful now, person exactly my, my platform that i'm using just to start off um is a text message based app yes so all the courses are like five days two text messages a day 
um, maybe a course might be 10 days, but they're all quick. They're, they're, I can, and right now I'm trying to figure out how to get the um, uh, audio link to work because I wanted to record some audio. Um, I also would like to do some podcasts and link those. So the idea is that um, right now, the reason that they're only in English is because I'm trying to learn the platforms better and I'm trying to coordinate those. Now, that particular platform um, is was created by some college students in Boston. Yes. Right. Great, great youth. They're fantastic. So, um, and I guess I started all of this because I was bored. Quite frankly, I need something to do. I understand. And yeah. I see it as a great platform. And I will be able to provide you with an enormous amount of content, but it may not be in English. Well, I mean, that's, that's not a problem. The language isn't the problem. Um, but we have to consider cost. What kind of package deal are you talking about? The audience that I serve right now is entirely free-based. And, and the reason for that is not because the people do not want to pay. It's because they can't pay. The currency situations in their countries do not allow them to use PayPal, Payoneer, Stripe, or any of these other vending programs. They are not allowed to pay. This is not their decision. This is in the world of finance. I have a thousand students in Burma right now or in Myanmar right now that want to pay for my courses or for my content. The only thing I can do is refer them to YouTube and create content based on their needs or what they identify. And, and, but the reason I, the reason I'm so passionate about what I'm doing is because my interactions with students and teachers in East Asia or in underdeveloped countries in Africa, I have media representatives, doctors, lawyers, professional people that do not have the ability or capability to pay. And what they are saying to me is, look, I'll pay you. Tell me how I can send you money from my bank to your bank, and I'll do it. I'll do it. Because I don't have a credit card. I don't have a, a debit card. So what do I see? I see people that want to learn desperately, and the only thing stopping them is the way to pay. You're an educated woman. Maybe we can bridge that gap. Simply go to a local bank and say, look, how, do, how can I arrange money from this bank or that bank? Um, but actually that's quite easy to do. Um, the only thing that someone needs to arrange to have money sent is the account and the, um, um, ugh, maybe the bank routing number, the yes, bank the routing, routing number. number and the account number. That's all they need. And that's global. That's all they need. 
Nicely send done. money. So nicely done. Mm -hmm. That's all they need. I do it all. I mean, I, I'm in Finland. My half my life is in the U.S. and half is in Finland. But I would like to ask you: Have you ever successfully completed bank transfers from Laos, Vietnam, Burma, Thai, or Myanmar, Thailand, Egypt, Morocco, Libya, Tunisia, Sudan? I um, I know my uncle did when he was alive, but um, no, I work strictly between the U.S. and Finland right now. Okay, so once again. Uh, I then yeah. your process with the bank account and routing number is a hundred hundred percent correct. This cannot be accomplished with the students and individuals who I deal with in different countries, and I deal with many professional people. Now, if they have a credit or debit card, yes, they can. Right. I'm wondering about because I do know that a lot of people in the U.S send money to say Mexico via oh, what's <clears throat> called MoneyGram. Probably Western Union can be used. Probably. That's always in the um, grocery stores. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know they, they're sending it back and forth that way. But that's what I'm saying. Maybe we can put our heads together and come up with a common new strategy because I understand your philosophy or your explanation, but that's dealing with Finland, the United States, Mexico, essentially first world countries in most cases. Right, right. My those difficulty are the, those are the people asking me to teach. Yes. Okay. Are, and they already speak English, but they're not confident of their English. So that's why I started off. I have received so much bogus information on cryptocurrency, spamming about crypto, join me on crypto. I now have a person that I introduced to a platform that would like to provide courses on your platform concerning they, crypto, and he's qualified. There are certification courses. Like I said, the course goes for $1,500, but he's offering it for free just so he can get evaluations on the course and uh, establish some credibility with enrollments. And did you look at the Arist pricing? Uh, I have not. Okay, so I'm on a free account. So every student that buys my course, has, uh, Arist charges me three bucks. I understand. So unless there's funding there, can't offer free courses. I would love to offer free courses. If then I could get somebody to finance this, and I could just put up all the free courses, I would love it, but I can't pay for that. I understand. So let me go ahead then. If I, I send you a web talk link uh, in the chat, if you'd like to join me on web talk, uh, please create and finish your enrollment. There is no charge. And, and the reason why I'm asking you to do this is because anyone that I reach out to, I ask them to join me so that we can find collaborative ways to resolving any difficulties that we have. I'm a massive networker, but the only difficulty is I know what the requirements are. I just can't meet them. I can't meet the requirements, but that doesn't mean I'm going to stop trying. I'm not. Well, usually through a little research, you can find a method. Um, 
there are certainly ARIST has sponsored some free courses in the African countries. Um, and that's how they got started because they saw a need. The one thing that more people have than internet access is they have phones with data. That's correct. And that's why it's an exciting process. It's all mobile. To me, it Anytime, like anywhere. it's fantastic. And the other thing that they don't have is a lot of people don't have a lot of time. I disagree with that because where I'm getting the individuals to connect with me and uh, what I normally do when I introduce myself to them is I say, hello, I'm Jack Bosma. I'm an educator, blah, 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 blah. Nice to meet you. And you are not organized. That's normally my intro. I add that in at the end. And 90% of the people that I deal with agree with me. They say, I'm not organized. How can I access that website that you gave me? How can I do this? How can I create a course? And it's amazing what the, the feedback that I get using that as my introduction. Well, you're talking to about, it sounds like you're talking about the teachers, the people who want to make the courses. Uh, um, uh, I'm talking about like business professionals who are traveling. They want to study something, but, or they need some help with their English, a lot of them. Um, they may be busy, busy, busy people, and they'll have five minutes a day. That's why I started mine in, you can learn a lot in five minutes. Small targeted courses so that they can take it five days, they're done. They see a window of opportunity to take a course, yes. they can take a course. So, or anyone who's working, it's often, you know, they, they can't afford to take a course. So, what I would ask you, and now you can see me, I turned off mm -hmm. my other uh, account. The meeting is over, so now okay. I have the bandwidth. What I would like to ask you is, is it possible to create five-minute courses on, say, resume building or job search? And essentially, I will provide that content in a five-minute lesson. It is possible. And it doesn't have to be, um, it, it's, it's more like five minutes a day because there's two text messages a day. That, and you can set the number of days. So in creating the course, you, all you do is you create the course and it can only be 1,200 characters a day, including the title. So how many days you need to do that? But resume building is something that I think can probably be done in five to 10 days, five minutes a day. But there are a lot of other ways to get around that. There's the podcast. I found a podcast site, which I thought you'd be interested in. And which I was going to suggest for you called Podbean. Okay, I'll, I'll go ahead and access it because I'm not aware of Podbean. <coughs> um, that's where especially could help with marketing something because we could do interviews. Like you could interview me, I could interview you, you could interview somebody else. Yes. The free account has a limit, certain limits. Uh, so 
uh, right now I'm working completely with free accounts. I understand, and I am too. My Tutor Jack Network YouTube channel has a lot of unprofessional videos as far as my appearance goes, if you will, but I do get a resounding up finger vote for the way that I speak, articulate myself and my thoughts, and I'm able to present information. But you, you don't love me by looking at me, and I'm aware of that. But I also believe that as my Tutor Jack Network YouTube channel numbers go up, the number of comments I'm receiving and the number of suggestions for additional topics that I can discuss is a step in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So uh, also I've established playlists where if I have information on resumes, I'll put that in a resume playlist, interviews in an interview playlist and organize the content that way. But a lot of people are providing me with presentations in their own native language and in English because they're having the confidence to do so. What I would like to do is take some of those same presentations while English is their second language, they're getting the courage to interact with me and I'm providing them with the confidence and competence that they need. Mm -hmm. So that might be something that I could send uh, to you. Because ideally what I envisioned for my, my school, um, because right now I'm just really testing the systems. Yes, I I'm, I'm kind of building the system, testing it, finding out what's working, what's not working. I haven't started marketing the courses yet because I wanted to make sure that the courses that I put up to begin that process, I want to have enough of an offering in order to make it worthwhile to market. What but I then, would like to do, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I keep interrupting. Um, but then as... As I start to sell courses, I want it to be able to offer to um, other teachers, say a math teacher, to pay them to build a math courses or some other science or history or something like that. Because ideally, I think a lot of people are interested in learning more about different things, but they just need the right platform to learn from. And like you said, they're willing to pay. So if you solve the pay problem, the platform is there, but the platform has to make money or it has to have some kind of a sponsor. So if there are grants to be written, and I'm not a grant writer, <coughs> um, if there are corporate sponsors, whatever, the money has to come from somewhere. I agree. Can't live free forever. I agree. So, and ideally, um, I would like to have enough money to go home once in a while. <laughs> so, uh, and to build better things. So, uh, to improve the systems, to to give them more robust systems. So, piecemealing all the free systems together can get a start. And I'm glad to post anything up there, but but it, it has to make money. So okay. that on that platform, you, you have to make money unless you're willing to pay the monthly fee, which is quite high. The basic monthly fee is nine hundred ninety a month. If if you're in that level, there's only three levels. There's free nine nine hundred ninety a month, and then there's a corporate, which they're going to quote you. Most of 
people using that platform that I'm using now are corporations. So they've got the money. I understand. And ideally, ideally, what would really be nice would be for small businesses. And I've been an advocate for small business for years. And I'll tell you, I have, uh, uh, I'm actually able, for the most part, to build a platform for small businesses to track their goals and their progress. That's something I'm really good at. That whole continuous Salesforce? improvement. What's that? Are you using Salesforce? No, 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 no. Um, I'm actually want to build um, a relational database on my own because that's what I did at the universities. I had a I had a particular software it was a relational database, and I was the expert at that software, and I could customize that software and just do wonderful things with it. Building the relational database is not a problem. You do that in Google. The problem is creating the interface. So I understand. Okay. So I'm not a programmer. So the interface is a little more challenging. You can input with forms. The input can be done with forms. That's not a problem. But that's the output. So you have to be able to output reports. I have programming capabilities for you, free of charge. So, so that's something I think small businesses need because if they can coordinate everything into one platform and they can see how they're doing and they can track their progress and they can say, yes, okay, um, it should be a little more comprehensive than most people think of. You know, they a, a lot of small businesses don't understand that they need to be have different caps. They need to have a marketing cap. They need to have an accounting cap. They yes, need yes, customer exactly. service caps. I, I understand all I those pieces. Um, so, so ideally, that's something separate from the teaching. But small businesses also have continuous training because there's turnover, and that continuous training, if they're doing that all the time then that should be something that they should be able to inexpensively buy a course for each employee, uh, something that fits their budget. That is that continuous training. Say customer service would be a good one. Uh, Phone skills would be another one, Uh, whatever. And so they could essentially, if the course wasn't offered, they could pay a fee to have that course built with for any, you know, a a minimal fee to have the course built, but then we could resell it. See what I'm saying? It's driven by- I I already have, I have that. I have those capabilities right now. Yeah. If you want to connect with me uh, on a Skype message, uh, I can provide you with those capabilities right now. Oh, yeah, I can connect with you on Skype. I've got Skype, too. Yeah, I'll add you on Skype. I actually prefer Skype. Bottom line is, is I, I love collaboration. I love working with people, and I love building systems, especially building systems. Um, but I have to make money. Okay, so then this is what I would say to you, uh, Dr. Capone, or, or what I would like to do uh, with you. You're explaining things that you need, and this is a good thing. Traditionally, I'm used to being the one 
that explains what I need. So the fact that you mentioned to me a customer service course is so helpful to me because I'm the lone man here trying to do these things by myself and it's not working. And I'm not successful on Learn Worlds because I can't do it alone. But if you give me tasks, like you say you need a program, I'm the perfect guy to go to because I could go out to my 10,000 buddies and say, look, I need a programmer uh, to work with uh, Dr. Angela Capone. Can you make this happen for me? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry, Mr. Jack, my English is not that I could care less. I don't want your speaking. I want your skill. Because mm-hmm. regardless if we're speaking English or Finnish or Norwegian, if we see what we're doing, it, we can do it. Right. Guess, most most yeah, programming I, is done in English. I mean, if, if you're going to be a programmer, you're going to have to know English. Well, um, yes. The, but the what idea I'm is, is here, here's the idea, though. The idea is that if we can build a robust enough system that we can actually start to get the, uh, the, the need feeds what we build. And so a lot of these things um, are just lacking in, in the small business world, especially. And they're lacking across the universe. Uh, the number of times that I've wanted to say, if only you smiled at your customer, you'd have a customer for life. Or things like that, or, or like for instance, like I, I always felt cheated because my math teeth were pitiful, and I never really became very good at math. Um, however, I love math. I think the golden mean is just absolutely beautiful. Um, things like that, concepts that when you can explain the concepts in such a beautiful way that it's appealing. And we use a term in uh, advertising. I think you probably heard them use the term that it's sexy. So when you get to that point and, and you can explain it in a way that's different, for instance, history as well, history is taught so poorly, but unless you understand history, you cannot make good decisions in the present. Well, as a one, community. Of things, one of the things that I did, and I instructed some master's level courses uh, at Michigan State University mm-hmm. uh, on a temp basis, and how I was able to do that was I simply got a hold of the authors of the books that we were using in our, in our courses. And the interaction that I was able to establish between myself, the students, and the authors of the books created an entirely different course. Mm-hmm. I just thought very simply, hey, I'm buying this guy's books. Let me get a hold of him and see if he'd be interested in actually interacting with us as we already bought his books. Yeah, because, because they I, love to talk. Yeah, they love their subject. <laughs> because it, it alludes to what you were saying earlier about history is a great subject. Math is a great subject. It's just not taught correctly. No. Because essentially we have people trying to interpret someone else's book when we can ask the person that created the book to do that. That's, That's where the podcast can come in. The interview. Yes. Nowadays, podcasts are in vogue. At the time, they weren't. So that's something that yeah. uh, we can we can also explore. Could but definitely. I just wanted to bring that up because it added a completely new dynamic to the course. And that is really fun. And you know, when I was teaching public speaking, we always had this stupid textbook. 
there wasn't a student in those classes that ever read that textbook. And so teaching with the textbook just hindered the actual practice sessions. Yes. You know, it took a lot of time. So I, I eliminated the textbook and I took a, you're familiar with bar charts, quick studies. Yes, I am. They have a wonderful quick study for public speaking and it's four pages and that's all I assigned. That was the assigned reading. And are you a Toastmaster as well? No, when I stu- when I looked at Toastmasters, I already had a master's in human communication. It was just moot. But once again, uh, I created two Toastmasters clubs in the past. And the beautiful thing about it isn't necessarily the Toastmaster itself, what they do. It's the amount of networking that can be done. So it now, is public speaking, but it's also like I'm networking with you right now. Uh, the the ability to network with someone is where I find the most value myself, like we're doing right now. And I usually, um, I found that the first couple of meetings that I went to were so absolutely boring that I just couldn't do it. And it was starting off in such a basic level and there was no way to circumvent that. You had to go through that long, once again, it was a long process. And I don't like long processes. I like things to be short to the point. I love bullet points. I agree with you. I I, I agree with you on this. Yeah. And I saw that you were in Toastmasters. I was interested very much in, in, because you studied community service. That was your degree. I was wondering why you're not creating courses for that. The reason I'm not creating courses for that is because look at me. So? I need the video capability or someone to say, here's the presentation. Can you present it? Basically, pick me up. Here's the presentation, Jack. And and I'm on my own. I'm self-propelled as an orator, as a speaker. I can present anything in five minutes, I just need the material mm-hmm. or the presentation mm-hmm. and the video skills. I'm not a videographer. And I don't think that, that the, the video skills actually, from everything that I've read, people find almost a little bit more authenticity by videos that aren't too sharp, that aren't too professional. Because they don't want to feel that, I guess it's kind of like, they don't want it to feel fake. So you're saying that if I was giving you a presentation right now about a resume, about an interview, about anything, that that would be, have just as much value if I was able to articulate my thoughts and speak about it effectively, it would have just as much value. You're probably right, because... If, if I have this beautiful, sexy presentation and I'm not able to address it properly, it's still a moot point. You're correct. Well, that and I think a lot of the people who are, are really the big presenters, I, when you watch their presentations, you think about they just are after all my money. 
That's what drives them. But that's never what drives true, honest people. True, honest people really care about their audience. I agree. They want to give them a value. I agree. Now, we do need to make a living. That's just how it is. But can we spread that out amongst more people at a lower cost? Will that work? And that was my idea in saying, you saw that my one course is $9. One course is $4. The $4 is three words. People can afford to go in and see if they like the platform without investing much more than a cup, uh, one latte. That's true. You're correct. And so, so a lot of people will say, okay, I'm willing to try it. I'd like to see what it is. I would offer that $4 course for free, but I can't afford to pay for three. If I get a hundred people sign up, I can't afford that. I I agree with you. I I have funds for that. So I think with putting together a really good plan in writing, a good plan, collaborative plan, going after, after sponsors, because I think that's possible. But you have to have something to show them first. So which is why I'm trying to test the systems and I'm putting them together and I'm building it so that I can say, here's what I can do. Show them. Yes. I'm I'm sure you receive a lot of spam email, a lot of things that you get that don't concern you. Not too much anymore because I've blocked them all. Not me. Do you know what I do? I get in touch with the spammers and I give them something. I invite them to a web talk or I will tell uh, uh, when I see a sponsor on TV, for example, watching TV, I'll see a sponsor, a random sponsor. Mm-hmm. I will simply contact them on Twitter. And the reason I like Twitter is because I love to, to BS, if you will. And I love to talk. That's obvious to you. On Twitter, I'm limited. I have to be short and sweet because I'm limited to the number of characters in the message. I actually contact people that send me messages, spam. I tell them, hey, I received this as a spam message, and I decided to reach out to you because I need this. I mean, they're just spamming me with their stuff. Let me tell you what I need. And I actually have formed relationships with those people. They've joined me on WebTalk, or they've subscribed to my YouTube channel. And they've sent, and then I, I refer their website or whatever their cause is to others, and it's working great. Well, I'm not really good with that. I'm not really good with, um, for one. I mean, my personality is such that if I'm invited to a wedding, forget it. You're never going to get me to go. I understand. Crowds, forget it. I can speak in front of two thousand people on a like on a stage. Yes. No problem. But if I have to mingle with people, I'm so bored. I can't stand it. I understand. I'm not well, a mingler. I don't assume, Dr. Capone, but what can we do now? Because, and I guess the most important need that I see from your side, unless you have other websites, is the Learn 5. The Learn 5 has to take off in some way. It has to take off. I mean, I'm, I've given myself, I just started January. Okay. Just. 
But learn five is where it's at. Any other thing that we can collaborate on is basically icing on the cake. Essentially, learn five is the uh, is the pinnacle. Everything has to pivot off of learn five. So once once there are enough courses up there, you can start the marketing. Once there's a good set of something to offer, because I think because the platform is that they're micro courses. Yes. And I like the micro courses because I'm a person who wants the bullet points. I understand. Don't want all the fluff. Don't give me all the other crap because I'm not going to remember it. People's attention spans are short. Um, They're only going to remember in an hour lecture, 17 minutes, 14 minutes at the most of anything. I agree. So, so in order to address that lack of focus, that lack of, of attention that, you know, um, I think things have to be in short, short. um, I I think um, it's so late at night. My brain doesn't work. Um, Bits and bites that they can, they need to be able to say progress, but they need to be able to spend time learning one thing really well before they go into the next. And so with this platform, I think you need to have a few more offerings in order to sell the platform in order to say, okay, I've got a, a legitimate school. I've got plenty of stuff out there. Now, I don't know if you looked at Buzzfeed. Did you ever look at, uh, not, um, let me hold on here. Well, I wrote it down. Up, 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 up. I've been on an awful lot of webinars lately. Okay, let me see. There is one English platform out there, but you don't have a choice. Um, Their courses are like $55 and $75, and it's called, um, where did I write it down? Oh, goodness gracious, I've been on so many things. I've got my notebooks filling up. Is it called BuzzFeed? English Buzz. Maybe it's called English Buzz. Let me look. English Buzz is a successful program, but also they've got the long courses. And they've got a monthly membership where you can access whatever but it's monthly you got to pay a monthly fee and I think for me that's a problem because if you can't pay for a, if you can't guarantee a monthly income you can't guarantee a monthly pay and a lot of people can't afford that and so then their courses are like $55 or something and for some people that's a whole week's worth of food there are a lot of Does that make sense? Let me see if I can pull that up there. I could find my... Make this smaller here. Uh, Dr. Capone, I just wanted to let you know that I'm in and out. I do have some noise here. And as a courtesy to you, I don't... I don't... uh, 
Uh, if I get some noise, I'll just simply mute my microphone. Yeah, I think this may actually end here soon, this session, because it's scheduled to, actually, it keeps going. That's cool. I think uh, they took away those limits because of the, um, let me look this up. Yeah, it's called English Buzz, I believe. And would I be able to post this video if you send it to me on my YouTube channel, or do you prefer to be anonymous? No, I need to be anonymous until I've got something together. Okay, then then I respect you for that. Um, I can give it to you so that we have a record of it. Um, yes, that's fine then. I will not post the video. Okay, let me look here. See, EnglishBuzz.org. There's a lot of competition out there for English. Lots. That's not it. I'll find it and I'll send you the link. Okay. Um, English itself is, is not the end all be all. I think what's actually necessary is everything that covers a really good classical education. That's what's important. And that's what we've gotten away from. And if you're going to teach someone to think, which is critically important, you've got to give them a good classical education, which includes eventually uh, English language is, is a key because it is the international language of business. History, you've got to include math, you've got to include science, and they least at least need to be able to understand the basic principles of everything or be aware of them enough that they could learn more. That isn't say you're going to teach everybody to be scientists, but you're going to teach them basic common principles um so that good literature and when we start to think about history and literature then we go back to diogenes is that his name oh i've got some material on him um absolutely very little of what we've got is new it's all what if you look back at the ancient greeks they did it a long time ago this thinking and the schooling and everything they developed the systems and that's what's been working since then over 2000 years so a good educational system and that's what learn five needs to be something that's affordable that is a really good educational system Eventually, I'd like to get some really good recognition for that so that people will be able to say, yes, I studied with Learn 5. This will be my question for you right now because I want to see how you, could, how you feel about this. As a test case, I would like to provide an essential resume course to you recorded it will be a 30-minute course or less and i will speak about it just like you see my beautiful mug right now is this something that would help the learn five project the learn five project actually needs to have a text-based courses but they can link to videos so there has to be a text-based component 
first, then you can link to videos, you can link to audio, you can, you can include um, at least one picture for each text message okay, but for each I day. Where, where I'm getting confused right now is if I was to send you a PDF file or a, a, a Word document, would this be something that you could use for a course? I will send you the template and that material goes into that template. Okay, because, and then I will send that back to you. And With the go- course material, yes. Okay, then, because essentially what I see is you would send a template. I would explain everything in the template. I would have to type out the template. And then you could take what I send back to you and upload it as a course onto the uh, system. Okay, that, uh, if you could send me an example or something like that, I'll, I'll go ahead and give you uh, my five-finger introduction. Uh, I will provide a five-finger introduction to you. What I suggest is that if you want to make the videos, that first of all, you make sure that your backdrop is, is appropriate, that you, that you have one place that has a really good backdrop. And, and I can if, do that with Skype. What's that? I can do that with Skype. Yes, you can. But, but also, you don't want the backdrop to be distracting. Um, and that you dress for the occasion because clothing makes the person. Now... Um, my plan is that when I start to make videos, I'm actually going to fix my hair because it's actually quite long. <laughs> and today was not the day to fix it. I'm not even there. I'll provide you text-based lessons. I'm going to send you the template and you send me that. Now, what I'm trying to explore right now is, is a place to store audio and video that I can link within courses. That's, that's where I'm at right now. And, and I, I can store them in my, I have, I have a Google site that I pay for. I'm in a Google workspace that I yes. pay for. Yes. And I can't get the links to work. I can't link to my Google. It, it's giving me grief anyway. So I've got to solve this problem. I've got a place to store the stuff, but I just can't get the link. Access. You, the you, access. You can, you can upload and you can do what you need to do, but you mm-hmm. can't get to it. You can't get it. Right. Now, all the graphics there in my in my and I'm going to send you the A and the course. Okay. four dollar course. I'm going to send you what I used to upload. Okay. so you'll see how I built it. So actually, that particular course. I would offer that one for free, but I can't. I understand. And so, um, because there is no, no, um, until I get to the level of, of, or build my own app. Now to build the own app, all we need is a, is a spreadsheet. You need an app, correct? If I wanted to build my own app, I would just need, I need to build a spreadsheet. Thank you. So apps are built from spreadsheets. I agree. Yeah. So spreadsheets are key to everything now. I have an individual in Pakistan who does not speak English well, but he's very good with apps, software engineers, software development, etc. cetera. Uh, would he be of some value to us? Uh, possibly at some point, yes. If we built some 
for instance, like that data, that, that small business tracking system, we can build the relational database. It's just, it's just spreadsheets. Yes. We link the spreadsheets. We can build the input from Google Forms. You can do it where a person will bring the form up, input the data. But what we can't build is the interface to actually interact with that. What I would suggest to you is Salesforce. But that's a project that will happen later because that's a big project. And, and I, I know the project intimately because the company that I worked with uh, at the university that provided that actual software to the university when I went to them and asked them, I said, this is exactly what small business needs. And you just need to change the nomenclature. They weren't interested. They said, we, we don't care about small business. We only care about universities. Now they get hundreds of thousands of dollars a year for that software. I understand. Small business can't afford that, but they need it more. So being able to actually offer that in a way that they can interact with their data and an app can be built from a spreadsheet and you can build an app. There are free app building um, sites out there, but then if you get a business account, you can be more robust. And my brother builds apps. So, but he's not going to build for me because he's so busy with his own stuff. I understand. Um, So, so that's something, but yes, at some point there was a, my dis in my dissertation, I tested it. It was an online dictionary that um, actually I had the propri- I had the software, but it was built on a DNN platform, and um, so there were two pieces of software that I tested, and I tested this with anatomy students because anatomy is like its own language, so. One software would with, uh, automatically hyperlinks every word in a document, every word to whatever source you want. Yes. The other was a dictionary that you could actually build your own input to that basic dictionary. So you put in this jargon or put in that jargon or whatever you wanted. You could add video, you could add pictures, you could... You could um, uh, and it was beautiful because what would happen is if I linked to that dictionary and that dictionary was completely linked to itself. So if I didn't understand a word in an explanation, I could click on that word. It would bring a pop up and show me the definition for that word as well. So that you could use this. The beauty of that system is that if you have a text, say we have an English reading and we want to be able to put, you could put foreign language in that dictionary as well. So if they came across someone reading a a, a text, came across an English word they didn't understand, they could click on that word and up would pop that dictionary entry and it could have multiple languages there. Yeah, because it's essentially the same process. It's just replicated with the different languages. It is, but it, but it was it was seamless. You didn't have to distract yourself from reading. You didn't have to to go out to another source. You just simply clicked on the document and up popped what you needed. I understand. 
And that's an app that I would like to eventually build. I so, have a person here that's a Unity program. Let me see a Unity program. Let me see what his uh, schedule is looking like. Let's see. Well, my brother built this and he, he actually has the, we have the DNN versions, but um, his uh, programmer was in uh, India and it didn't, the programmer did some weird stuff, but um, it would take to rebuild the software. Uh, he tells me, you know, you got 50,000. Yeah, we can rebuild the software. I said, I don't have 50,000, but I want to rebuild the software. I understand. Yeah. The system is great and it would work well for what you're talking about. All the classes can be in English, but you could also have classes in any language, but it could be linked to something. The idea is that it should be seamless. You shouldn't have to say, you know, remember when you and I were studying in college, when we saw something we didn't understand, we had to go to a dictionary we had to look it up and it was distracting that took time so by the time we're done looking everything up we had to start rereading what we already read part of it because we forgot what we've read so um it it has to be seamless they have to be able to quickly access what they need without any effort in order to Continue the flow of learning. You know what I'm working on too? I'm working on a global communication algorithm that uses Esperanto as the primary language because Esperanto was originally designed as the international language. Mm. I haven't heard of it before. Well, that's what I'm doing. It's called a global communication algorithm. And it kind of alludes to what you're speaking about with the dictionary. Mm -hmm. What I do find is I spent eight months, five hours a day on Zoom and Skype, trying to learn Finnish. And it was painful. So hence I thought, if they just gave me the bullet points or just gave me the information, instead of making me go through this tedious process and I still don't know anything. It would be so much easier. I agree with you. So I have to go now, Dr. Caponin. Mm -hmm. uh, I have another engagement in about 13 minutes, but okay. I would like a copy of this recording. I will not post it anywhere. And I would like to collaborate with you. If you could send me a learn five template, I will be more than happy to prepare a course on the importance of introductions. And if we start off with audio, I think audio is enough. We don't need video. If you think about all the videos out there, I think a lot of people are, are they're just they're to that point where there's so much video out there everywhere. It's like with the Learn 5 app, I think audio will be more important than video. I have a question for you. And I, I'm going to learn something from you right now as a result of this. I'm so video focused. How could I create an audio file for nothing? For nothing? You've got it on your computer. Voice recording. So simply do a voice recording. Just go to voice recording and, and record. 
and then save that file and send it to you. Yes, you could send it to me, and um, I have a converter in case the format is something that I don't, wouldn't be able to use. So if I wanted to just simply talk about resumes and the different sections, or how important an introduction is, yes, and just speak very slowly and methodically with the purpose, that I can do very well. Yes. Send something like that to you it would be valuable uh, to you. What I'd like to do with my courses, I would like to do this, is I would like to record every day's text messages and include the audio in each of my courses, simply because some people may want to listen to it while they're doing something else. That's a good idea. Like I, when I commuted on the train in Houston, I had a half an hour with nothing to do unless I took a book or something. Yeah, you could have done an audio course in that time. Yes, then it becomes an audio course and it's an extra value, but it also makes it easier for the students to say, hey, I've got a choice. I can either read this text or I can listen to the audio or I can do both. If I want to, if I wanted to send, if I wanted to create an audio course on Zoom, I can't. Um, on Zoom, audio and Zoom, no, I wouldn't do it on Zoom. Use Audacity. Okay, is Audacity free? Audacity, yeah, it's free. So I could go to Audacity and simply record a podcast, like you said, or a voice. Well, you can record the voice, yes. You can record anything you want. I use Audacity to slow down recordings and finish so that I can understand them. I understand. Now I understand. See, I'm so focused on video. Mm-hmm. I only and know I, how to I, but I don't know how to make MP3. Oh, Go first to your, your voice recorder on your computer. Record something. Test it out. Audacity is free. You can, da- you can download that. Are you using Windows 10? You can download Audacity. Test that out. That's a little more, that's a little bit more sophisticated. Yeah, because I don't know how I can make just voice recordings from my laptop. I just well, realized you haven't you have a built-in app called um, Voice Recorder. Look in your menu of um, Windows. Um, what are they called? They're called Windows Accessories. Okay. You should have a win. You should have a voice recorder somewhere. I know on, on your computer, you have a voice recorder somewhere. It's there already. It's been there what, for years. What would you like for a timeline? Since I'll be talking about the importance of introductions, could you give me a timeline? Would you like to, me to speak about that for five minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes? I would say that if you're going to do audio, it, you just need to make sure that you go, are to the point. Clarity, focus, and it should be that the length is the length that you need to make that point. A lot of people want to fill up all of the stuff. Well, why? Give it what it needs. I could work with you very easily because that will be a challenge for me. I'm used to going the 30-minute route. No. I, would like, I would like to help myself. By concentrating on brevity and brief. Brevity. And 10 minutes at most for a video. 
10 minutes. I'll send you the two templates when we're done here, and then you can start sending me some stuff. Um, I would say don't worry about video. Let's focus on audio. I'm a happy man. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you think about it, the audio books are quite popular. That's true, and there's companies that exist because of it. Mm Mm-hmm. And I can actually take voice recordings now, send them to a friend of mine in Brazil, and he will create, if, if I sent him this video right now, which I won't, but if I was to send it to him, he would create a book about our conversation in 10 or 15 minutes, and he would send it to me as a Word document. So there may be some mistakes, but if we speak slowly enough, he can instantly take what we are verbally speaking about right now and send it to me as in written format in about five minutes. That's cool. Well, I would say that, that the plan should be that we should actually develop a plan. And it's not instantaneous. It would be back and forth negotiations on this and that and how things should be structured and, and who will do what. And these kinds of things that when you're working together, are good to have on paper so that you have a guide to keep you on course? I would say um, yes, but the way that I envision what we're doing with the audience that I have and with the amount of interest that I have, even if we were to develop develop a very detailed plan, the people that would be interacting with me would not be able to understand it. No, no, the plan's for you and me only. Okay. Okay. It, it, it helps us to clarify what will happen, how it will happen, who's responsible for what. And in okay. that, it keeps you on course. Yes. It keeps us on the bullseye, not just the target. Right. We don't get off onto the tangents. And if there are other projects that we want for later, we, we can outline those projects as what we think we need later to, to be sure that we don't forget about them. But, okay, I understand. But so we start to develop this plan and we can do that in Google Docs. Yeah, I've used Google Docs before. I'm familiar yeah, with how because it's 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 a collaborative tool. I do so, like I say, okay. I do have well, to I'm going to if uh, you if have Google, you, you have Google, so I can send you the the Google Docs. I can okay. give you access to the Google Docs. Okay. Okay. All right, I'll talk to you later then. Thank you very much. It's nice meeting you. Please send the recording. Okay, I'll try. (laughs) I haven't done it before, so I'm going to try. Oh, it's easy. Bye. Bye. Bye.